Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huff. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello, welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. I'm Dan Rhodes. Uh, you sang, you said that as if you did the jingle, like I'm Dan Rhodes. Like, the amount of time that actually, pe- yeah. a lot of people always say to me, like I'm Dan Rhodes, like you're doing the jingle. It's very, very good. Is it good? How you doing, Matt? <laughs> just didn't, didn't answer that. <laughs> um, uh, we'll just continue. We'll just continue. I'm doing good, mate. How are you? Sorry, I'm just really, I'm really. F- I'm really confused because just moments before we started recording, I realized that the platform we usually do this remotely on now has video. I can see Matt Hoss's face it, as I do this. It's been a year. You haven't seen my face in a year, Dan. It's, uh... No, I haven't. I forgot what you look like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do, do you miss me? So handsome. Uh, am I handsome? Yeah. Oh, I was talking about the guitars. Oh, sorry. The... Thank you. <laughs> about your guitars in the background thanks mate uh, cheers uh much appreciated it's great it's like a nice little setup you've got there one two three four guitars yes in the background is that too Matt's room is it too many yeah you know i mean how many guitars is too many i don't know that many i think <laughs> four because <laughs> uh, here's the thing right because uh, my agent um was we were doing a, a zoom chat we're doing a live show uh i I don't want to say, but I was doing a live castable. Uh, that's my other podcast called Castable. You can uh, check that out. Um, if you if you like Matt Hoss but don't like Dan Rhodes, it's the perfect podcast for you. Um, no, but what it yeah, is that was impressive. We are only one minute thirty two in before you mentioned Castable. Yeah, exactly. Like um, I uh, I gotta gotta get my plugs in whilst I can, Dan. Um, quite good for you. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm pretty happy with that. No, but um. Uh, I was doing Castle Live, and I was like, is it too much? Because I was meeting one of my heroes. Like, is it is it too much? Because I don't want to look like too much. And she said, Matt, don't worry. <laughs> she didn't say it's, uh, it is too much. She didn't say it wasn't too much. But she said, Matt, that's on brand. <laughs> and that, that's not, that's, that's disconcerting, isn't it, Dan? Because what she's saying is that, yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, that your personality is obsessive, but people like it. People will pay money for that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who was your hero? Uh, John Robbins, the uh, uh, I do, yes, BBC Five Live oh. and uh, Radio X podcaster, and uh, yeah, I, I interviewed him for Castle, which was um, yeah, it was really good. It's awesome. You think it went well? No, no, <laughs> no, it was good. They say never meet your heroes, and I'm just interested. <laughs> I um, I think I, I'll let's talk off air. <laughs> uh, Oh god, you did something offensive, didn't you? Or like you pissed him off some kind. Let's talk off that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the important thing is this isn't castable. You're in miss mode now, so it means you can put up your feet, relax, sit back. You don't have to think about anything professional. <laughs> we, we, you don't have to think about anything for the next like, 45 minutes because yeah. it'll be absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah, not the this comp- myths. You know, this is a safe place intellectually. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. You, you might learn something, but it's very rare. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, no, but you know, honestly, I, I kind of miss I, I miss myths at the moment because it's uh, 
I feel like we do a bit of a disservice to it because, like, it's um, yeah, it's we've been doing this podcast for a long time, haven't we, Dan? We have, but it's on brand, you see. Your agent <laughs> will understand. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, but I um, I love, I actually do love this because it's the most relaxed I'm ever in any podcast. By by which I mean relaxed. I mean I. I feel very chilled out doing it, but when I talk to you, you uh, make me realize some things about myself when I get stressed out. You, you, I feel, I feel, it's the only podcast that makes me feel more stressed after doing it. Yeah, it's like therapy. Uh, it's like therapy, but like they they add trauma whilst you do it. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, how are you, how are you, Dan? Are you okay? I'm good. I'm good, Matt. I'm now employed, which is quite exciting. Yeah, congratulations. Can you talk about the job you're doing, or is it like? secret oh, oh my goodness let's just say it's for the government and i may or may not be a spy i said too much oh crap <laughs> see like i feel like this might be a super bluff i feel you'd be quite good for mi5 well they thought so if i had applied they would think so <laughs> that i if i had have got the which i didn't because i'm not i'm not a spy that's the important thing if there's one thing to take away from today my new job isn't as a spy <laughs> Imagine if they uh, <laughs> MI five be like, right, right, we've got this new guy, he's really cool. And like the the person doing your vetting, like, just wasn't very good at it, being like, Yeah, he's pretty cool. It's like, so Dan, uh, what what are you up to this weekend? Yeah, I'm recording the podcast. Wait, you have a podcast? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan. Welcome to MI five stories. <laughs> you wanna yeah. hear about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a podcast, but don't worry, I told them I didn't work for MI five. <laughs> I like, why would you even mention it? I'm like, that's the point. It was a double bluff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, he fell for it. It's don't worry. I have a podcast, but no one listens to it, so therefore, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we can do about what you want. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's yeah. My mum already knows. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, um, <laughs> hello, Chris. Uh, hope you're doing good. Um, so Dan, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for you, mate. It's it's absolutely um, I'm of the moon that you've got a job, and uh, do you feel a lot less stressed than yourself now? Because it's been a quite a tempestuous six months for you. Yeah, it's nice. Is, is that well? Like... Actually, it's been quite a nice, yeah. relaxing six months. Yeah. And... Yeah, I feel like other people would have maybe been a little bit more like, "Oh my god!" But actually, how often in life do you just be like, "Hey, chill out, sit back, relax"? It was a shame that it was during obviously a global pandemic, so yeah. it wasn't like. You know, do much socializing, but I sat back, watched a lot of TV, read lots of books. It was nice, but no, it's good to get back into the grind. I've kind of missed, kind of stagnate a bit, don't you, mentally? And you're like, oh, yeah, and I'd really do with actually something to get up for. And yeah, and uh, obviously, um, you uh, you were just so focused on myths that we 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 really went through a lot, didn't we? We did a lot of myths, didn't we? Uh, in that time. yeah, yeah, that was my full. I put all of my attention into this one hour a week <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm glad you're doing better and and uh, if you would like to send dan a, a letter of thanks a letter no, an email of thanks why don't you email us at misspodcast at gmail.com oh a letter would be nice though yeah actually what's your address <laughs> do you know oh well we should have a p.o box for myths like a p.o box where like people can be like you send we it. should I, we yeah. should if you want to be in the p.o box just write uh just just write and we'll know. You know what I mean? In fact, uh, if you email us, we'll give you a If address. I was you... Go on. Well, we when you said... You remember you sent me that book, that, that fabled last Christmas episode where it turned out I'd already been given the gift you sent me? Yes. Well, that gift never arrived and that was addressed to Miss HQ. So 
there might actually be a Miss HQ somewhere. Oh my god. <laughs> that might actually... as, a, as a joke, you you wrote Miss HQ, didn't you? And it never got to me, so I'm worried it has ended up somewhere. Well, here's the thing. I actually heard uh, to cut a very long story short, um there is my mum sent a postage down to Kent and it arrived about a month late, so we st- there's still hope. Uh, I feel I hope one day it will arrive, but uh and uh yeah but we'll never know dan we'll never know and i i still haven't sent you we'll, the, never, we'll never know what happened i still uh, i still have never uh, sent you the uh, the purify book but if you want to buy purify it's uh, available on my website www.matthoscomedy.com and uh, dan are you gonna buy one uh, or do you want to send you one for free <laughs> you said you give me one for free yeah but i don't want to but now you've got a job i don't feel like i have to <laughs> you can't see his face but he's really sad I'm really sorry, Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I've heard, I've heard from quite a few people you send it to that it's trash. Oh, that's not true. I've got a quote. I've got a quote from someone. Uh, do you want to hear it, Dan? Oh, please. Because I do you remember last episode? I really loved it when you did. Um, I enjoyed hearing those literary agents. Um, well, the thing <laughs> thoughts. is, like, uh, I've only got a few more rejections since then. So if you know any, uh... oh, nice. Um, but uh, this... has anyone has anyone taken it on? Are you a, a bona fide? No. Yeah, I might do a self-published phone, but I want to. It takes about nice. eight weeks to he- hear people get back to you, and it's not quite there yeah. yet. So uh, I still hold out hope. I'm going to send a, a very eggy response back to it, but um, if if I don't get it, but. Uh, let me, let me, this is, someone's read the book. Uh, quite a few people have read the book, actually, and they really enjoyed it. Oh, that's what they right. told me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, this is what um, someone said. I won't reveal their name, but uh, a beautifully bold and unflinching look at a dystopian future world. A daring debut by the inimitable Matt Hoss. And also, it's been um, it's been read out uh, on several channels on Twitch, actually. A lot of people have been reading out some chapters of it. It's, it was really cool. Was that review? And be honest, was it? Was it your mum? It. <laughs> my mum has not read the book, <laughs> so, so take that for what you are. <laughs> uh, in fact, none of my family read. It. I gave a copy to my. Yeah, that's brother. really good. I look. It was his birthday the other day, wasn't it? Happy birthday! Shout out to Alex. He, I don't think he's listening, but um, yeah, he, he, he had to. Do you know we're getting older, Dan? Because he had to do a training course on his birthday. That's sad, isn't it? Oh God. Mm. Well, this is the life of a whatever old he is. Fifty? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's fi- my brother's fifty years old. Um, <laughs> um, um, no, but writing a book though—that is impressive, actually. Thank you. And I think, yeah, I just want to say is like to actually sit down and write a, a full-length novel yeah. is very impressive. Yeah. Uh, regardless of whether it's you know good or bad, <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> just want you to know that. I fully support that you did this, and I think it's really impressive. Is it part of a crisis, a mental crisis? We don't know if it's part of a mental breakdown. I well, don't know because I haven't read it yet. It's. I'm sure there's a little bit of it in because everything Matt does creatively always has a little bit of a. I I gotta be honest, Dan. I gotta be honest. I one my friends read it out on their stream recently, and listen, listening, so listening to hearing someone else read my words made me go, hmm, that's a bit dodgy. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, oh, that that could be a bit. It's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I've I've learned my lessons. But do you yeah. describe your main? Do you describe your main character as looking a little bit like Nick Frost? 
Um, no, but genuinely, the first draft of it, uh, <laughs> there was a lot of the, the, the main character is called Scott, and I gotta say, Scott had a lot of features like Matt Hoss. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he was sad. He uh, he uh, he felt like uh, he was charismatic, self self diagnosed as charismatic, but felt he was misunderstood, and uh, a lot of toxic, very toxic that interpretation. But uh, we watched for it. <laughs> People read it. It was like hmm. <laughs> my literal, my now girlfriend uh, <laughs> read it at the time and thought, hmm, I don't really like this character. And what she essentially said was, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no. <laughs> I, I think that's the most. Oh, why is he five foot eight? That's so short for a guy. And he was there like, oh. <laughs> but it wasn't even stuff like that. It was more like just so like. Matter of fact, like kind of like this is really this this attitude from a person's not okay, and I was like, mm, that is based on me. <laughs> so you know what I mean? But yeah, I I it's very different. I ple- uh, Scott Scott in the in the book's very different. But um, uh, yeah. But also, I'm kind of happy with. I the look book. forward to reading it and giving my full review. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, but beyond that, uh, well, let's let's go let's go to the myth because we uh we're done with uh. Uh, we're done with Aztecs. We're done with Egyptians. We're, who? Let's find out what we're heading to next. So Dan, we uh, we've done a lot of them. Uh, what? Let's get straight into it. I don't know what we're doing today. What? What? What mythology? You don't know what you're doing today, do you, Matt? It's a surprise. Yeah. What civilization do you think we're going to do? Before you look at the uh, the obviously don't look at get up the document before. Don't start read. Don't read ahead. Well, I kind of have. I what have. Do you, what do you? What are you thinking? I have hopes and I have proper guesses. And yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, I think. I hope. Okay. I hope it's Mesopotamian because I think that I've been doing some research on them recently, and I think you would like okay. them. I don't think it is, <laughs> um, but I'm gonna guess. My guess is Celtic. Okay, interesting. Matt, would you like to open the document? Yeah, and uh, tell us, please. Yeah. I'm currently scrolling down. Ooh, Aztecs. That's... <laughs> um... oh! Yes, the Aztecs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mayans. I like it's it. The Mayans, lovely stuff. So obviously Mayans, very uh, just before the Aztecs, but in the same area geographically, I would say uh, in the world. Um, is that about right? Yeah, uh, Mayans were slightly further north than the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. Um, no, other way around, slightly further south than the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they well, were in that- like. Uh, so, like southern Mexico and then like Central America, like now Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, mm-hmm. Nicaragua, that kind of area. 
Yeah, that's that's really cool. Uh, well, uh, but like you say, yeah, the Mayans were around a lot longer than the Aztecs, and uh, they they were around. Um, they were founded as a civilization of far uh, several thousand years before the Aztecs, and they lasted several thousand years longer as well. Because um, the Aztecs, we forget to mention when we did their myths um, a few episodes ago, that they actually were quite short lived as a civilization. The mm-hmm. Aztecs, um, but the Mayans. I've actually got a bit of back history there for the Mayans. If you'd like me to, uh, yes, please, please do a little bit of Miss Corner. Net. I was going to say Matt Smith's corner, but Dan Smith's corner. <laughs> Dan's d- does stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was poor on all accounts. Poor. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, good. Um, I've just, I decided to do the mines because I thought I enjoyed the Aztecs. And whilst we were there, we may as well have a little, you know, why not? Let's. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm gonna be honest. So, uh, Dan, uh, just before we go into it, Dan, um, I've been doing, I've been playing a lot of board games recently, along a lot of ones which feature civilizations and pantheons and gods and stuff like that. I've done a lot of research, and I've just been doing like kind of a uh, research. And I think that we've missed out so so many. We haven't taken into account uh, how many gods and stories there are and uh, especially I-, I think we've definitely missed off some greek gods as well but never, never mind it's fine oh one 100 we've definitely but we did all the main ones come on we did like a hundred of them yeah fair enough fair enough right what more do you want it's a free podcast yeah, you know I mean, why are you throwing it down right now when we're already like three civilizations deep? Yeah, because well, I because I've just realised that's why that's why I was hoping Mesopotamia and get back on track. You know what I mean? But we'll do that another day. I can. We, we... We'll do that. That is going to happen at some point. All the ones you mentioned: Celtic, Mesopotamian, Chinese, um, different like uh, Aboriginal Australia. There's loads of different cultures we're going to do. Okay, it's okay. We're going to be doing this for ages. We're going to be doing this for ages. But first, let's do a few... Let's start the first of, um, hopefully, a few episodes of The Mayans. So, a bit of backstory here. Should I go into my backstory history voice? Yes, do it like David Starkey, please. To pretend you're racist. (laughs) You don't need to pretend. The Maya civilization was around 2600 BC to 1500 AD. As Matt will now confirm, using his maths, that is a long time. Yes, it is. Um, uh, 2,600 plus 1,500. That's actually, that's, that, to be honest, I'm, I thought it was BC to BC, but no, it's 2,600 BC to 1,580. That's, that's way longer than I thought it was. Nice. So the Aztecs, the <laughs> oh, that was, uh, I nearly said the Aztecs. I apologize to any minds listening. <laughs> Um, so it's split up into different chunks. So we've got the pre-classic period from 2000 BC to 2050 AD. This is sort of where the Mayan civilization really starts. Obviously, um, they call it the golden age. This is kind of where they started to really get, you know, it really Mm -hmm. became an empire, you know, with agriculture and cities and things like that. Uh, then around 2000, uh, yeah, 250 AD to 900 AD. That's called the classic period. That is, where the cities really took, like, really became really big. You know, they had like kind yeah. of micro states within their empire. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where you get a lot of um, artistic, cultural achievements. Um, so, a lot of things we've discovered. And then, sort of from 900 onwards, that's where the Mayans started to retreat. They kind of broke up, um, be it through war or disease or just, you know, these things just kind of happened. The empire broke up and it was kind of ended up just staying in 
Mexico in the Yucatan Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, for those not familiar with Yucatan Peninsula, it's on the east coast of um, of Mexico. It's where you go on holiday to places like Cancun, Riviera Maya, Playa mm-hmm. del Carmen. It's all the kind of the Caribbean Mexican holiday resorts are all there um but yeah that place yucatan peninsula um was a stronghold for the mines um from yeah 900 ad all the way to 1500 mm-hmm. and then of course in 1500 um it's the colonials so um hernan cortez which we talked about in the aztecs he obviously yeah. rocked up to the shore and started <laughs> i think we all know what happened um sneeze sneeze shoot shoot sneeze sneeze shoot shoot <laughs> uh, but the point is the mines had a really rich culture they were around for several thousand years um yeah much of southern mexico and central america um yeah wow that's really matt can you name can you name me a famous mayan place that you've probably heard of oh because mayans were a part of the dlc for um civilization six so i do know them um not off the top of my head i gotta be honest um um chichen itza is a very famous gotcha. uh, wonder of the world and that is mayan so anyone has ever heard of chichen itza then that is the mayans now i thought we'll start like we do with all of our civilizations in miscellaneous and otherwise with their creation story oh very nice that's well yeah that, uh, so i i love the resource you've got it's very good got a nice graphic design. thank you that's good thank you you did, you know what, Dan? You've absolutely stepped up to the plate in the last season. Like only only in the last season, but like you do a lot. You your research is great. You know you 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 should be proud of yourself. It's great. Thanks, Matt. Still haven't done the league table. If that's what you're at. <laughs> yep. Hurry there. But I will. Up. I will. I I know I've said that for the last three years, but I will. I'm going to surprise you one day with it. Are you just going to be so surprised? I know. Like in like in a long time down the line, though, but I will have a. Like I'll be having like a a wedding or like a funeral and uh, uh and they'll be like uh, uh be like and they'll be like oh Dan what are you doing here you weren't invited uh to my wedding <laughs> and you're like here's a league table happy anniversary <laughs> wedding just hand you a USB stick yeah <laughs> um, now Matt I think we'll have you start off uh, Sounds- sorry I was gonna say I'll have you start off the Mayans. I'm hoping, by the way, I haven't really done research further than the creation story, and I'm fingers crossing the names aren't as hard to pronounce as Aztecs. I'm really hoping the Aztecs had a monopoly on really difficult names. Okay, so this is the the Mayan creation story. Before the world had a true form, there were two gods. These gods were Tepau, the maker, and Gukumats, the feathered spirit. While the world around them was dark, the two gods glittered with brilliant blue and green feathers. They came together to create the world. Whatever they thought came into being when they thought earth, land formed in the darkness. They thought of mountains and valleys and pine trees and on and all the sky. All of these things appeared the instant they thought them, and thus the earth was formed which is a pretty handy thing to have right dan because like what happens is that yeah that was a convenient way to that's that's it that's the story so thanks guys uh <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if it was just like oh they just thought about it and it appeared well that was a good day in the office uh i don't know why they hadn't done that before but also how unimaginative are they if they can only think this much you know what i mean like if you if you could think anything into existence then the sky's your limit well the sky is not your limit you can go beyond that you know what i mean like it, 
I would actually argue that it's a very creative thing to do. Imagine just thinking like they're bored and they're like, hey, they're basically like real life sims. They're just like, oh, I wish there was a place that looked like this. And, and then it just started happening. And they were like, oh, here we go. Let's have some fun. Let's see what we can make. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think it's, yeah, technically, I think these are the most powerful beings we've ever seen. Because being able to create stuff from nothing is pretty powerful, right? Yeah. Anyway. Um, sure is. Tapao and Gukumats decided that <clears throat> I'll try that again. Tapao and Gukumats decided that they needed a beings there to look after their vast creation and to praise their names as the creators. Which I realized then we're a bit like Tapao and Gukumats because like we we need followers uh, not because to enjoy the content, but just tell us to give us praise. Yeah, you know I mean, so if you want to give us praise, <laughs> just yeah, tw tweet us at Miss Podcast. We want we want your praise. Don't we, Dan? We do. Can I also say, I love this already, that they were like, wow, we just made a really awesome thing. We need to make more things that can praise us for making this awesome thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, they are... Why is no one praising us? <laughs> really entitled, like, isn't it? Um, so, they created deer and birds and panthers and serpents and all the creatures that roam Earth today. And uh, one of the creators uh, shouted, Dan, would you like to do us the, the honours? Now praise us. Say our names. I actually think it'll be like maybe um um I think it'll be slightly deeper than that. Can you try that again? Now praise us. Say our names. Commanded the creators. But the animals could only roar or howl or bleat, bark, tweet, or moan. Uh, they tried as hard as they could to speak, but they could not. They chirped and mewed at the top of their lungs until the noise was so deafening that Tapao and Gukumats ordered them to stop. Disappointed, the makers agreed that they would have to create better beings, ones who would be able to worship them properly. Now, again, very entitled. Like, they made all the animals on Earth, and then, like, you know what? These animals aren't good enough. And, like, they could think of, like, why didn't you get a pig to clap here? Do you know what I mean? Like, just get... Like, what the, like they could think of that, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> just staring at, like, just staring in a jaguar's face, like, you piece of shit. <laughs> you are you... so useless. Absolute shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... The first race of men were made from wet clay. The creators gave them life, and the first men tried to speak, but instead, they crumbled apart soon after they were made. The maker and the feathered spirit were determined to create a hardier race of men. Now, you know, it's not the first time we've had someone make people out of clay. Remember Pygmalion during the uh, Weetabix episode? I do remember Pygmalion. Weedabix episode, yep. He, I mean, he made a clay woman to bang. Yeah, absolutely. This is less creepy, to be fair. And I've got to say, from the get-go, all around less creepy. Bit, bit egotistical, but nice. I'm just, a, I'm just a bit confused here. Maybe a plot twist. Maybe a... I'm just, it's not really a plot twist. It's more of a gaping inaccuracy. <laughs> How comes these guys can think on the spot about... They can create animals and the world, mm -hmm. but they can't make clay stick together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and also not to um, 
Not to be. Can't they just think up a human? Clearly, they can think up loads of cool stuff. Or is this because this is even more complicated? They need to actually have like have to make it properly. Yeah, maybe maybe so. I, I think that might be the point. But um, but also beyond that though, like, isn't it kind of weird that where did these two gods come from? And and they don't say what the gender of Gukumats is, or, or, or either either or to be fair. But uh, the pictures we have. Suggest oh, I'm sorry that... about. That. I didn't know gender was so important to you. It's not to understand a narrative. It's not, but wow, that but... is such a Mahos thing to the, say. The, the pictures we have suggest that there's two males. He's always what's, with what's going... gender. Oh, I'm not my like goodness. like the, no, all like that's gender's a spectrum, and uh, it's a ever ever changing thing. And uh, yeah, uh, I I for my work maybe they were gay as well. But you got a problem with that? No, I oh my god. Uh, please, wow. please don't stress me. We don't want to have a big. Oh, edit. they weren't white. Back. God forbid. My goodness. Always with you in the. <laughs> I'm genuinely stressed out because now I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> I know. I love it. So don't give me more work to do, Dan. I'm a bad friend. Yep. Um. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um. Right then. So they cried clay. So uh, clay hasn't clay hasn't worked. They've just crumbled, and they're like, well, that failed. These pieces of clay aren't going to praise us any more than the animals are yeah um but let's see what happened with the second race of men these were carved from wood these were much stronger and were able to walk and talk and multiply but these men had no minds uh but these men had no minds uh, and their hearts were empty they had no memories of the they had no memories of their creation and when they spoke their words they were just meaningless and empty. I guess you could say they were a bit hollow. Do, do you get it? Wood. Do, that was good. Joke. That was nice. a, that was really good. You gave it nothing. You absolutely nothing. That was worth a chuckle. Do you want to do it again? And I'll laugh. Thank you. Um, they had no memories of their creation, and when they spoke their words, they were just as empty and meaningless. <laughs> I guess if they're made out of wood, they're pretty hollow. <laughs> oh, that Matt, so whimsical. <laughs> I knew the exact. I I'm sorry, I, I, yeah, I knew I, the exact laugh you were gonna do, and it really pissed me off because that's why I delayed it a little bit longer than usual. I was like, oh, I don't want to. I don't. I know the laugh he's gonna do, and it always hurts me when you do it. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm smirking. These wooden people could not praise their gods. Um, Tapau and Gukumat sent a great flood down to destroy them. That's probably unnecessary. <laughs> um, they commanded yeah, the animals. Oh, well. Absolutely. They commanded the animals to attack their survivors and tear them to pieces. <laughs> Again, that's, that's so hardcore. Like they just had a flood, and like, right, pigs attack. Um, that the few who managed to escape fled. To the <laughs> Can you imagine surviving the flood. Oh my god, we survived the flood. Wait a minute, what's that screaming horde of animals <laughs> running towards us? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, no! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think many of the animals would be that effective. Like, imagine. I know. I can't imagine like a. Uh, uh, a woodlouse doing too much damage to you. Or maybe a woodlouse would do. Who yeah, knows? Uh, 100,000 woodlice could do some damage. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, the few wood people who managed to escape fled to the woods and became monkeys. 
they became monkey stand. Why is that funny? <laughs> it just it just really caught me off guard. <laughs> like like why was that <laughs> like when they've created monkeys, surely? Like that doesn't make sense. No, I like the idea because monkeys are very similar to humans. So it's the idea that they're like a second type of human. You know, they're like the first attempt. I like that. It's yeah, cute. okay, that makes sense, I suppose, but it's still odd. Um, the creators left them there, and as, as an example, uh, t- uh, to the next race of men. Uh, the maker and the feathered spirit thought for a long time about how they would, how they should make the race of men they wanted. There seemed to be no perfect material to build them. Finally, some animals brought the gods a stack of white corn, which grew on the far side of the earth, to power on Kukumat's groundness into a paste. And formed four individual men. Do you want to do it? Nice corn, corn men. That's a bit corny. You gave mine nothing. I'm giving you nothing. Yeah, I see how it feels now. Yeah. I apologise. Yes. Now it's I taste my own medicine in it. It is bitter. Oh yes, that's one of the words I would use to describe <coughs> you. Bitter. The new beings seemed perfect. They were sturdy enough to last, and their minds were rich with thoughts and feelings. Their first act after their creation was the immediately worship Tipau and Gugumats and thank them for their lives. Tipu and Gugumats were pleased. What do you see? They asked the corn men. We can see forever through rocks and trees and mountains and the edge of the earth. We can see your entire creation with all of its animals and plants. We can see and understand everything. Why is that wood person being mauled by a chihuahua? (laughs) (laughs) Tipu and Gugumats looked at each other. Perhaps we made these beings too well. They should not see as well as we do. And then they blinded The makers removed some of the men's... (laughs) The makers removed some of the men's vision. After that, they could only see things close to them, and they were no longer able to see through or above things that they should not. Thus, their understanding of the world was weakened. But the men still sang their creator's praises and settled down to live on the new land. Tupu and Gukumax made four women to be their mates. But it doesn't matter because gender is a spectrum and it doesn't matter uh, how they identify. I, I've, uh, I knew I'd have woken a monster by doing that. <laughs> a woke monster? Um... A woke monster. These eight men and women were the ancestors of all Quiche men and women today. Even today, their sight and understanding of the world is not perfect. Lovely pronunciation of Quiche there, because it's spelt like quiche. So, um, it, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Quiche. Uh, yeah, yeah that's very culturally. Very rare of you to be culturally sensitive, Dan. Thank you. No worries. Um, so, well, that's the end of uh, that wonderful um, civilization creation story. I, I very much enjoyed that. Tapau and uh, Gukumats, two lovely beings. That out of all the gods who create stuff, they're so far the least dickish. Uh, just to clarify, they did send a flood and rip survivors to pieces with animals. Yeah, but still, least dickish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still. That's saying something about other myths we've done. Um, Dan, I've got a very quick. I've got uh, three questions uh, for you in in the uh, 
creation story. There's some questions and answers for you. Don't look at the answers, but I'm gonna. Yeah, of course. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna ask you a couple. What were yeah, the first? Course. What were the first race of men made from? Uh, wet clay. Congratulations. Um. Um. <laughs> um. Why did the gods remove similar sites and new beings? Because they could see too well, and they didn't want them to become as powerful as they were. And um, and finally, um, um, uh, what are the names of the two gods? Tipu and Kukumax. And also, my favourite one at the end, which isn't really a question answer, is if you had to make a uh, race of man, what material would you use them for and why? That's not a question and answer. Yeah, you know I mean, like, that's, that's just like, answers will vary. It's just an open-ended question. Yeah, you know I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Um, anyway, let's go and rank this. Hey there, my name is Matt Huss, and in this link, I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of this podcast. In small doses. All right. Um, so yeah, that's the first start of the minds. That's the creation story, and now we do what we always do, which is to rank them. Four categories, each one out of ten, giving us a total out of forty, and they are Matthew Hoss, life skills, morals, creativity, and what the fuck? <laughs> Said exactly like that. Um, perfect. So let's do life skills. So these are the practical things we've learnt. Start us off, please, Matt. Okay, so practical things we have learned. We have learned to create the earth with our minds and only our minds. With our minds! Woo! That would look good on a CV. I created yeah. the earth with just my mind. But And you could prove it quite easily as well. Be like, well, I just make another one in front of you. Bam, done. <laughs> yeah. Um, we learned how to make animals. We learned how to... Um, we learned how to shred some wood. We learned how to... Uh, we learn how to make people out of clay, and we use our resources: clay, wood, um, corn, corn. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we learn how to send a flood and murder many people. We learn how, how to, to commit genocide. Yeah, <laughs> we learned how uh, how to make monkeys. We we learned we learned how to blind someone. We learned how to blind someone. I don't think it's tons. I'm gonna say there's a lot. I'm gonna say five. I think it's a five or a six. I would agree. Five's pretty average. Like yeah, five is always what we give what we think is a you know a, a myth that doesn't have any less, doesn't have any more than you'd expect. I'm tempted think... to give it a six though, just because of how many you know there was a lot of other stuff. But all creation myths involve some form of practical creating, or else they wouldn't really be creation myths. Yeah. Okay. Six. Six. Boom. It's in six. <laughs> Morals. So these are the moral things we've learned. Are they? Did it tell us any like sort of moral stories? Did it have sort of a moral backbone? Was there a moral message? Um, I don't know, Matt. What do you think? Well, I think the main one we have is quite clearly that if you don't succeed at something first, keep on trying and through adversity and um, don't give up because you'll get there eventually, right? Yeah, I think that's a good message. And also, it's rude not to praise something someone's done if it's good. Well, I kind of feel that they demanded praise. And it's okay it to be egotistical and want praise for everything you do. And that's why I do stand-up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, it's weird because we do, this, we do this podcast for no praise at all. Well, I hope you would give me praise, but not one iota yet. I've been trying for like three years to try and get one inch, but no, no, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Can you give me one compliment, please? I gave you a compliment earlier. I said you looked very handsome on the screen. 
Yes, but just say another one, just for good measure. I'm not... Yeah, I mean... You... That joke you made about being hollow was actually really good, and I was just jealous, so I didn't laugh at it. Is that genuine? Are you being genuine there? Because that's... Because uh, if you... If you are just teasing with me, I'll be very upset. No, I'm being serious. I thought it was a really good joke. It was very funny. Very punny. I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's tons in morals. I think... Um, yeah, but big ones, I suppose. But not... Uh, don't blind people if they can see. Um, also, like... I think they're a bit harsh taking away their vision. It's harsh that they killed all the wood people. Um, for and also, yeah, I I think it's uh, it's they're very very needy gods. I would have to say, do you know what I mean? They were, but then also fair play to them. They were probably bored and they created the earth. So, um, it's a bit sad that they purposely made humans not as powerful as them. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but also at the end, we do kind of gloss over quite quickly that. It's it's okay that uh, their sight isn't perfect and their understanding of the world isn't perfect, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's actually a nice moral message. The Mayans, obviously, I like that they did that. That's okay. Just, what are you thinking? I'm gonna let's just tip me into seven. I think that's a seven. Yeah, it probably is actually. It's probably quite high. Let's go, go on. Give seven, it a seven. Seven. That's quite high for a moral. Yeah, and I, but I think it's worth it though. Like it's more than average, I'd say, and it actually does genuinely have one. Um. Right, creativity. What do you think? Creativity. I did think it was creative. I liked it. I liked the duo of gods, like the um, Tapao and Guzmat, then the Maker and the Feathered Spirit. Um, and I like that they seem pretty chill. Yes. I like that it's just... <laughs> I like that the myth didn't fluff about. It just went straight in. It was like, oh, they imagined it and it happened. Anyway, <laughs> like that's it, like it's like oh we don't care about how like stop asking us how questions. The point is it happened, okay? Yeah, it's uh, the, this this was a story made by someone who wanted to get their children to sleep who was asking too many questions. Right, they just fought with their minds. All right, deal with it. Why? I just did. Shut up. Go to bed. Um, no, I like it. I liked that it. it was imperfect the first time with the wet clay. I liked, like you said earlier, they used materials and resources they had available to them. I like. I thought it was creative that the second people became monkeys and they're kind of like humanoid, but not quite. And I like that. Um, I mean, it was pretty savage with the flood and then tearing people to pieces. That's maybe more of a double WTF, but that you know, as always, that bleeds into creativity. I liked it though. It had a very, like you say, the message about why we humans can see things and we understand things and we have feelings, but we don't. We're not omnipotent and we don't. You know, we can't see in various dimensions. I like that. And and it's okay to be that. It's okay to be human. And also on top of that, making the men out of different material, being like, okay, clay, um, you know, like it's it's humanoid, but it's not, you're not human because of that. And also you're not, um, you need to have emotions to be not wooden, you know, and you, yeah, so being out of corn allows you to be one with nature, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, like uh, there's, there's a lovely element there. So uh, yeah, I actually think quite good, I'd say. What what do you think? Maybe Yeah, seven? I think it's like a six or a seven. Let's go for a seven. Boom, it's in. And finally, WTF. Not crazy high, but um, the fact that they need instant praise as soon as they make any animal or anything, and they get really pissy if you don't do that. That's quite WTF. That is the flood and getting torn to pieces was pretty messed up. <laughs> oh, no. Worms are eating my ankles. No. 
the fact that the gods had just imagined the planet Earth and then couldn't make clay sculptures stay together. Yeah, that's a clay uh, as a gaping plot holder. And um, but yeah, I, I don't. Also, the blinding aspect of it as well. It's quite cruel because they're like they're like, oh no no, we we that you're more than animals, but we're gonna blind you. You know what I mean? Like it's like they uh they the it's a bit brutal. Yeah, I, it's not crazy, WTF, though, is it? I think that's about it. So I think maybe a four? Four, I'm feeling four. Definitely a four. Boom, it's in there. Boom! <laughs> Six plus seven plus seven plus... Sorry, that that boom is the famous episode 126. <laughs> Scores are in. Siren. Yeah, it's a jingle we've, we were waiting for for years. <laughs> <laughs> boom! Um... Seven, so that's six, seven, seven, four. As always, listeners will know that we are awesome at math, so just give us a couple minutes to work that out. 24. Uh, four, six, uh, makes a 10, 7, 7, 24. I said that literally 20 seconds ago, but never mind. Whatever. Fine. Um, I think that's pretty, that's pretty good for a creation myth. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, that is pretty good. That is pretty good. Matthew, did you enjoy that first episode of The Mines? Yes, um, and um, I can't wait to um, call the mine my own. There we go. Uh, um, yeah, it's uh, that's another bit of lovely piece of business. Get it? Get that? I like that. Uh, as, yeah. always. as always with Miss, we've accidentally managed to nail it in 45 minutes. And, yeah, actually, usually it's, um, at this point we would uh, be... Um, well, usually most recordings take about three hours because <laughs> we just waffle on. <laughs> it's a very hard, hard edit. Uh, but um, yeah, um, thank you for listening. It's been an absolute joy. I hope you've enjoyed the Mayans as much as we have. It's been great, hasn't it, Dan? It has. I look forward to hearing hopefully some, uh, yeah, there's going to be plenty more little Mayan stories. And to have a... if if you'd like to request any or any civilization or any specific uh, Mayan myth, why don't you get in touch with us at misspodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what we do, make sure to subscribe and tell your friends. Because, uh, yeah, we um, we don't really do, do a lot of social media these days. So it's kind of like a word of mouth thing. So if you like it and you like Daphnis every uh, every so often, please share it with your friends. And give us a five-star review on um, Apple Podcasts as well. And uh, if you like what I do, follow me at matthousecomedy.com. And, and there's tons of stuff on there. There's books. There's uh, my Twitch channel and uh, Castle as well. Uh, and uh, And Dan, what are you doing? I am going to go and do my job that may or may not be spy stuff. Now, um, we, Dan, I don't want to pry into your new job, but have you ever met someone called, um, I, I won't say the full name, but Jay Bond? Have you, have you heard, of, heard of them? Uh, yep, Jeff Bond. He <laughs> is a... Bond. <laughs> he's my manager. Yeah, he works in finance. Yeah. Uh, I do the payroll. My name's Bond. <laughs> Chef Bond. Some of the HR guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, we look forward to hearing more about that. But thank you for joining us once again. I've been Matt Hoss. I've been Dan Rhodes. And this has been Miss Podcast. See you next time. Bye. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Miss. Miss.